this is should be like just common sense. I just I was thinking about this all day today. You know, Eric's in a good place, and you know, as taking care of somebody, especially with my health and being sick, and then dealing with dysfunctional behavior, you know, from bloodline, no matter whose side it is, can cause somebody a tremendous amount of stress. And people react and respond differently. And sometimes it's not a good response. But I'm happy to say that he took advice. He got into his own counseling. He's on the right path. He's on the straight and narrow. But most importantly, he's understanding that because you were never allowed to be around anybody sick during your upbringing and even in your adult years after 18, you were never exposed to people who are sick. So how is he, or is they directed to Eric, how are you to know how to care for somebody or what to expect or the expectations if you have parent or parents who never exposed you to that? And see, that's the thing that I always thought with my stepson is do you expose him when I was going through treatments and sick or do you not? And really going through a child psychologist is figuring out what is right and what is wrong and really ultimate decision is up to yourself when you're going through it and the parent of parents and I made a decision to kind of shield which really I wouldn't say kind of really did shield my stepson from ever seeing me really sick but when I was with him and around him and took him out even on the days I felt like hell I still pushed myself because I wanted to spend time with my stepson but I placed him in his grandparents care which is in-laws on my end and not for a permanent thing, but when it comes to the point when somebody's taking care of a child, they start thinking, and, and it's not that they think, it's just they treat them as their own. And when it comes to that point, it's time to come home. Sometimes that transition just, it can be a battle. I'm going to leave it at that because the whole part of that side of what my husband went through with his son is private. And now I can understand the... Um, how Eric has felt emotionally and understanding what he's going through, but also as well is not knowing and understanding and not seeing this part of being with someone who has chronic illness and there's constant changes and having to evolve and change and be a jack of all trades. And when you're not exposed to that, he was never exposed to that. And I've learned it's not good as parents to shield your child or children from that all the time. Because when they get older and, you know, we're all, our demise is we're all born and then we all die. And that's the facts of life. But how can you be a good spouse, a wife or a husband, if you grow up and you're not being exposed to people that are sick and understanding it's part of life? I'm understanding through his counselor that it's healthy, it's normal, and it's okay, but it's really a must to be exposed to that at some point in your life. Because if not, you get in a position like Eric has been where you're not around somebody who's sick and the constant changes and all of a sudden it's like, oh, SOL, what the heck? And then all of a sudden, you know, the frustration and the anger and the, and the hurt and the, and the depression and, and anxiety. And as she said, these are just multiple things that people go through, how they feel emotions when they're exposed to chronic illness and someone that they love and they're watching them suffer and change and evolve because the illness is taking over. I totally understand that now. I think it's really important to share this because I think as a parent or parents, if you have even one child or, or many children, you have to at some point expose them. 
and have them understand that it's okay to be around somebody that's sick and it's okay to understand and see what's involved to care for someone really as the counselor said it's about compassion and caring you know it's about exposing your child or children around somebody that's ill not and it's not it's not something that should be shielded and i've realized i made a mistake by shielding my stepson the times that i have when really he should have been as told he should have exposed because he could have been a great contributor to help out when his dad needed help and to understand and build that compassion and kindness and caring. And as she said, a lot of people with hospice go into a hospice field because they grew up caring for a parent or someone or a sibling or someone that had been ill. And they watched and they went through the whole journey. And a lot of people, she said, it's not about the money, but they go into hospice, especially, she said, because of the passion behind it. There's a story behind it. They had cared for someone and they want to do good and return that favor and help other people. And that's how a lot of people get involved with hospice, which is so true. But I realized that in my life, I made a mistake by showing my stepson as long as I did and making sure he stayed with his grandparents so he didn't have to be exposed. And then it created somewhat of a kind of an animosity and a misunderstanding and and um, it created some problems. I'm just going to leave it there. It's all I'm going to leave it at. If you leave a child too long with the grandparents, sometimes there's a misunderstanding with the grandparents that they may believe the child be or children be with them forever. And um, there's sometimes emotional things that may never be cleared. I'm going to leave it at that. But another part conversation I had today on the video appointment was about holidays and gatherings and festivities. And... Did not spend, I did not spend Christmas with um, my bloodline. Um, but my mom asked me over still. Um, Eric was not going. My stepson was not going. Um, after some things had transpired and, you know, yada, yada, yada. It was just myself and my parents there. Well, my mom had called to ask me over, but I asked her, what are we eating? Because first of all, obviously, I'm still not regaining with, you know, Let's just fix, face it. I'm not able to eat a whole lot. Um, I lost a lot, especially with just my health. Um, I've had a lot of my jaw removed, um, everything extracted out of my mouth, and slowly realizing things. But I'm still not able to eat a lot of things. When I asked her the foods that were prepared, it only came with one thing I could eat. But the thing is, she didn't ask me what I could eat. Um... I'll leave it there. But the greater thing was, is my dad had mentioned how some of the bloodline had been sick. And not just one, but a couple, more than a couple of them had been sick. And they were sick just two days prior to Christmas Day. This is coming from them. As my specialist said, I, and I had mentioned it to them. And I said, how does this work with someone like myself when I'm going through and a video is going to follow up. And this is going to make perfect sense to everybody. Because there's part of the journey I'm going through right now that I've kept private and quiet. Because of some people who have taken it and misconstrued it and said I was using it for attention. And this is coming from some blood relatives related by DNA who were creating some really malicious false stuff and uh, fabricating and making light of what I was going through. And I shut it down. I stopped sharing my journey. But I learned through my own counseling 
um, which has been very successful and with education and college and that and online courses and just listening to, you know, Eric's therapist who has helped him tremendously and my own soul parents who have helped us with broken pieces within a marriage that happens and working to help put us back together. See, that's the thing is when somebody loves you unconditionally, they don't sit there and tell you to divorce. They say, hey, listen, tell me what you need to help bring you back together and to work on the problems in the marriage. That's people that love you. Those are your kind of people. Those are good souls. And if people tell you otherwise, they tell you divorce and you're doing this, is, those aren't your people. Those are people that lack emotional development still. Okay? You let them go, let them be, wish them a good life and move on. But when I asked about that and I explained, you know, and somebody's sick and you're talking about the holiday celebrations and that because I had this happen. Um, my mom had still asked me over. There was some dysfunctional things going on with the family. Christmas didn't happen. Um, didn't happen. But uh, she asked me over after the fact there was food. Nothing was freshly prepared. It was just leftovers. And I'm being honest. I'm not, this isn't slander. This is being honest because here's the thing is there is something to be had and something to learn from this. If people who have autoimmune or they're sick or I don't care what chronic illness you have. And I was told this, if somebody's sick, I don't care what issue said the temperature is or whatever they have virus. Okay, that virus is still going to be active. You can still get sick two or three days later. You got to give it several days, even if the temperature goes down. Give it several days. Never eat off of or food that has been exposed to anyone or people who have been sick, especially in my situation where you're already dealing with the battle because whatever virus they have and you start exposing, especially with saliva or spoons or anything, you can easily get something and contract it. And who's to say what's going on with virus, okay? Unless they see a piece of paper saying, hey, they have this. Okay, as word of wise, as she said, and this goes for everyone, and I truly believe this podcast is really beneficial because this goes for multitude of anybody around the world. Never cook food and expose somebody who has chronic illness around anybody who's been sick when it comes to food. I don't care what holiday gathering ever, or whatever's going on. As told is you have to prepare something separate. You would not want to cross someone who's been sick with someone who already is battling chronic illness. Or has a compromised use system. Because as you said, it's easily to catch something and to catch and to pass that on. Even if it's been three days, which is, she said, is way too early to expose anybody around anybody who's been sick. Especially food, which she said is the worst thing possible. But as a parent of parents, you should have enough experience, okay, to know not to do that. And to know better. And not intentionally want to make someone, I don't care what kind of family member, or if it's your own kid, sick, because somebody else was, and you are serving something that they were eating around. This is not a slam fest. This is not a slander fest. This is educational, because I did not myself know what the time frame is if someone has a fever or sick, and then versus if you're eating around them or eating off of something that they were around or had eaten or, as she said, dipped their spoon and fork, whatever, okay, expose the food around. It's going to take a good week and up to 14 days, especially if somebody has chronic illness immune system, before it's really safe to be around that person. 
which is understandable because there's so many viruses going around right now. Nobody knows the time frame is certain of how long, but they do know is that she said is when you have autoimmune and a weak immune system and you have something going on, it's far greater battle. Okay. You're a million times more subjected to catch whatever that virus was, especially when you're cross contaminating and you're giving somebody food or sharing food that the person or individuals ate off of. No parent or parents should ever expose any adult or any child to that period. And anybody should never do that, whether it's your spouse, husband, wife, whatever, okay? I'm learning so much in such a short amount of time. And I think that's a blessing and a good thing. But there's some things that I feel they're beneficial for everyone, no matter where you're listening around the world, to just let it out and, and, and explain and educate on a podcast because it's so important, especially with everything going on and businesses closing. I just talked to a business this morning that literally told me, you know what, Kimberly, we were planning on like everything going the rest of the week, but everybody is getting sick. There's something within the business and everybody's getting sick. We're literally going to shut down after 1 p.m. for the rest of the week. Okay. They don't know what it is, but everybody's getting sick. See, point taken. Got to be careful. Got to be cautious. Protect the people that are fighting and battling, okay? The people who fight to live. Don't expose them to things that could kill them. You don't want con that kind of conscious for the rest of your life. Trust me, it's not a good thing, you know? And if you're the one that's sick and you're battling a chronic illness and, or a weak immune system... You need to be extra cautious, but most importantly, you need to have a backbone, a backbone of steel, if you may, like I do. And you need to speak up, period. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're hurting anybody's feelings. You need to speak up. This is your life and it comes around once. You only have one you. You got to live it well, but you also got to protect yourself well too, okay? Too many illnesses, too many things going around right now. Even if you're a skeptic, there's a whole lot of whole lot of going on, especially with this weather back and forth and a whole lot of stomach virus and everything else. It's great to want to connect on holidays and things like that. Okay, point taken, understandable. But is it really worth exposing yourself to something that could potentially end your life for one holiday when you could possibly beat the odds and continue celebrating a few more? Parents know better you know better don't expose your children or adult kids if you know somebody's been sick especially cross-contaminating food